0: Ollie got a call from a very worried client. She was a woman, and um, she did a lot of driving, normally. She said, Ollie, I I can't, I'm afraid to even get in my car now. I think it sounds crazy, but whenever I'm in my car, wolves are following me. I said, whoa, wolves following you in your car. Said, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but practically any time I'm I get in my car or, or if I'm driving, I'll start hearing these howling noises. It sounds I mean, I don't know exactly what a wolf howl sounds like, but but this sounds like a wolf howl to me. I, I don't know, and it's it's frightening. I don't understand how it is that they're following me. I don't know if this. There is something about my car that's attracting wolves? or I I, I I don't know. I don't understand it. I said, OK, slow down a second. So you're driving around, and you're hearing howling noises while you're in your car. She said, yeah, it doesn't seem to happen on the highway, and it's not like the whole time. But you know, just kind of randomly during the drive, I'll hear more howling noises. It's often when I. And when I'm stopped, or when I'm going again, it's more coming, which makes me worried, because it's like when I slow down, they come for me. That's what it feels like. I know that sounds crazy. Am I crazy? Honestly, oh, you're probably not crazy. Most people don't just randomly go crazy and start hallucinating. Even people that randomly go crazy usually don't go straight to hallucination. I mean, it happens, but it's not the simplest explanation. What is what is the simplest explanation? I said, well, I don't know that yet, but you suddenly going crazy is, is not it? So let's let's think about it. How uh, how long has this been going on? I thought you trying to test me. All right. All right. What was I? I said, well, I think the first thing we should do, I guess, is I should take a look at your car. I said, okay, I don't even really like to go around it right now. I mean, sometimes I've got to go places, so I do it anyway, but it's, it's freaking me out. I said, yeah, no, I, I get it. That would freak me out, that would freak me out too. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I can, where do you live, roughly? Are, are you near Charles Village? I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I live in Charles Village. I'm on Calvert Street. I said, all right, give me the address, and I, uh, I can be there, I can meet you there in about an hour. Does that work for you? I said, yeah, that'd be fine. Thank you. So I finished up some other stuff that he had to knock out before he could leave his house, uh, and then he went over there, to the address. And he knocked on the door. She said, "Oh, you're literally an octopus. I thought that was a clever name." I said, "No, no, that's—I—I I really am." Oh well, um, well, thank you for coming. Uh, so, you want to drive in the car, huh? I said, "Yeah. I mean, it seems like." So you're, you haven't heard the howling in your house? I so, said, no, I haven't. Or other places that you go, like once you're out of the car? I said, no. no, not known it ever. And have you driven in anyone else's car recently since this has been happening? Like, well, yes. I mean, the past day, I mean, yesterday, I mean, I, um, I just took a taxi cab to a couple of places, because I didn't even want to get in my car. And I didn't hear the howling. I said, OK, so that's something to do with your car. Which one's your car? It's that one right there. It's the white minivan. I said, all right, well, first of all, let me get the keys. And I'm going to take a look in and on and under your car. I said, OK, here. And she gave him the keys. I walked on over there, and he says, being cautious, because you know, if he didn't know why a wolf would be following a minivan. But, you know, oh, well, I does not want to fight a wolf. So he walked all around it and he didn't see anything out of the ordinary about it. So he climbed up on the hood and looked up on the top, on the roof. And there too, everything looked normal, just a roof. Had a luggage rack, nothing special there, an antenna that looked normal. So he climbed down and looked under the car. Holly's not, you know, an auto mechanic or anything, but he didn't see anything under there that would make him think, oh man, this would attract a wolf. So he unlocked the car. And Opened up the side doors and looked around, didn't see anything. He climbed in very gingerly and looked around. There was some stuff in the car. It wasn't messy, but it wasn't clean either. But it wasn't like there was a big hunk of rotting meat or anything, or like a anything that he could see would attract a wolf. So he went over, back over to the lady, and said, okay, I think we do need to to take it out so I can hear this wolf sound and try to make some observations. I said, okay, all right, um, yeah, yeah, okay. So she went over there and I went with her and she got in the driver's seat and I got in the passenger seat. And they closed the doors and as soon as the door slammed, there was this howling noise. She said, oh, lock the door, lock the door, lock the door. And she locked the doors. See, there it is. Oh, I said, all right, hold on a second. And he rolled down his window, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to look and see if I see wolves. I said, OK, OK, just be careful. And I opened the window just a little bit and squeezed out. He's good at that. I got up on the roof. He looked all around. I didn't see any wolves. I didn't see anything that would howl, no dogs, no coyotes. They were in the middle of the city. He thought maybe he would you know, see a neighbor dog that didn't like her or something, but didn't. So he poked his head back in and said, Why don't you start the car? I'll go ahead and pull out. I'm gonna stay up here and see if I can observe anything. Maybe it's a neighbor dog that like doesn't like your car for some reason. He said, Okay, we can do that. She started out of the car, and as she pulled out of the parking spot, she'd rolled out the window. I said, I heard it again just now. Did you see anything? And I said, no. And I didn't hear anything either. She rolled out the window and again and pulled out. I pulled her to the stop sign at the end of the street. She rolled out the window and said, I heard it again just now. Did you see anything? And I said, no, I'm not hearing it. Let me come back in. So I climbed back down through the window, rolled the window back up. He said, so I'm not seeing anything outside. And the curious thing, I don't know if you heard me, but I can't hear the howling when I'm outside. I was listening very carefully. I didn't hear it. She said, I don't understand. Is there something in my car? I said, well, no, there can't. I mean, not a wolf. I would have noticed a wolf. I would have noticed any animal. There's a little bit of stuff in here, but you're not going to hide a whole wolf. I said, yeah, I guess you're right. OK, um, I guess we'll keep driving. I said, yeah, you do that. Try and make a bunch of stops and turns. It seems to be when we're hearing the, hearing the howling. So she just drove around. And not at every stop sign or anything, but they would hear these howling noises. They went over a speed bump, and there was a howling noise. And Ollie got up from his chair. And they stopped at a stop sign, and there was the howling noise, and Ollie went back into the middle seats. So I keep on doing stuff. I think I'm getting closer. I think there's something in the car. Hopefully not a living creature, but we'll find out. He said, okay, this is making me nervous. Well, I said, yeah, me too, but we're going to figure this out together. She kept on driving, and he kept on narrowing in on the sound. It was hard to tell where it was coming from. You know, the sound kind of bounces around in a van like that. But eventually it's like, a, I think it's got to be right here somewhere. Let's see if we can do something to make it happen again. All right. She tapped on the brakes, and there was the howling noise. It was coming from underneath the seat where Ollie was looking. So quickly, Ollie popped his head down there, and that's when he saw it. As soon as he saw it, he started to laugh. He said, what? What's going on? What's what's so funny? I said, well, I think I figured out your problem, and you're going to be all right. Hold on a second. She could hear Ollie pulling and yanking on something, kind of grunting and some scraping. And he pulled and he pulled and he pulled and then ka-chunk. Are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. And then the howling happened again. She said, oh, it's there again. It's louder now. What what did you do? I said, it's going to be all right. He climbed back up and in his tentacle was a toy. It was a toy wolf made out of plastic and fur. She said, what? No. I said, yeah. This toy wolf here was stuck underneath the back seat. And the way it was stuck, the little button that makes the wolf noises was right over one of the springs. And so when it got jostled, it would bump around, and it'd press the button, trigger the wolf noises. That's all that was happening. She said, oh, let me see that. Handed it to her. This thing, ow! This is a really fancy wolf toy. I remember getting this from my cousin, my nephew, rather. It has, like, 15 or 20 different wolf sounds. It's a really nice one. That's why I didn't catch on those recordings, because it was a little bit different every time. And I said, oh, that makes sense. But well, we should drive around a little more and make sure that, you know, that this is it. Because I can hold this still in my lap. And if we drive around and there's no wolf noises, then we know we've got it. So they drove around, and there was no wolf noises, and she said, well, I'll be happy to pay your fee. I'm so grateful for your help and glad that there aren't any wolves following me. Right by my favorite place that I was driving through milkshakes, I could use a milkshake. You want a milkshake? And I said, I never turned on a milkshake. So they got some milkshakes, and that was the story of the mysterious howl.